From the KTOE Newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson. The Children's Museum of Southern Minnesota reportedly met with an internationally acclaimed playground designer named Adam Bienenstock this month to discuss plans for a natural playground. The museum is in the preliminary stages for planning construction of a 150,000-square-foot expansion. It's planned to include a natural playground at the site. It will be one of the first of its kind in Minnesota. It is also planned to have nearly two acres of outdoor space. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is in Bloomington tonight, Monday, 6.30 p.m. at the Doubletree Hotel, just over one week ahead of Minnesota's presidential primary. State Representative Kristen Robbins from Maple Grove chairs Haley's Minnesota campaign. On Super Tuesday, when Minnesota has our presidential primary on March 5th, I really think that that is where Nikki will shine. Carleton College political analyst Steve Shear says Haley trails former President Donald Trump in her home state of South Carolina and in every Super Tuesday state. I think it's possible she'll do better than she will in other states in the Minnesota primary, simply because he, she will probably get some significant suburban support in Minnesota. Democratic Congressman Dean Phillips, who's challenging President Joe Biden for the Democratic nomination, is floating the idea of being Haley's vice presidential running mate on a third-party ticket if neither of them get their respective party's nomination. Governor Tim Waltz says over 180,000 Minnesota children have benefited from the new child tax credit from the state, and it's averaged over $1,300 per family. Waltz has been traveling the state, spotlighting it, and earlier this month in Alexandria, he said the new child tax credit, coupled with the Head Start and free breakfast and lunch. All of these things, and the studies show this, reduce childhood poverty in Minnesota by a third. The Rochester Fire Department will hold a public memorial for Burnsville firefighter Adam Finseth this week at Rochester Assembly. Initially, the event was going to be held at Soldiers Field Memorial Park. The Rochester Fire Department released a statement yesterday which reads in part, After conferring with the National Weather Service, the Rochester Fire Department has made the decision to move the vigil for Adam Finseth indoors. The memorial will be held tomorrow night at 6.30. Finseth was killed along with officers Paul Elmstrad and Matthew Ruge on February 18th while responding to a domestic disturbance. Vinceth is a Rochester native and graduate of John Marshall High School. The Minnesota House passed the first bill of the 2024 session. The measure is a correction to a 2023 tax law. Department of Revenue Commissioner Paul Marquardt says the current law could cost taxpayers $350 million if changes are made, which is what the bill aims to fix. The bill passed with near-unanimous support. It now heads to the state Senate. Mankato's Harley-Davidson held its fifth annual Chili Contest fundraiser over the weekend. The event raises money for the Echo Food Shelf. Dozens turned out for the event where they made a monetary or canned food donation. They also had the opportunity to eat chili and vote in the contest. It was high-flying in Wasika over the weekend. The Wasika Slay and Cutter Festival held their 74th annual kite show on Saturday outside of Wasika Intermediate School. Over 1,000 people turned out for this year's event. The Mankato Area Public School Center for Learning will start phase three of its construction project to update its facilities to better serve the educational needs of the community. Scheduled to begin next week, phase three is the enhancing of the infrastructure of the Center for Learning, where they will bring a host of transformative additions, including an additional classroom pod, a child care pod, a full-service production kitchen, nutrition services offices, a print shop, two elementary-sized gym floors, and a district warehouse. Construction is anticipated to last until early to mid-August, with regular updates provided to keep the stakeholders informed of progress and milestones achieved.
South Central College will honor students pursuing a career and technical education program in the fall at its ninth annual CTE Letter of Intent Signing Day at SEC's Faribault Campus on Tuesday, February 27th, and North Mankato Campus on Wednesday, February 28th. Each event includes a signing ceremony from 11 a.m. to noon, where participants will sign a letter of intent to hold their place in the program of their choice for next fall. As part of SEC's signing day this year, all participants will receive a scholarship. Some will receive legislatively funded Minnesota Workforce Development Scholarships of $2,500. All other participants will receive $500 scholarships from the South Central College Foundation. Collectively, the scholarships total $129,500. The St. Peter City Council recently toured the Scholarship America building as it is concerned that the city is outgrowing its current office space needs. They're looking at getting additional space to fill the need, and the Scholarship America building is a potential space they are considering. Today, Governor Tim Waltz and U.S. Representative Angie Craig will hold a roundtable discussion in St. Paul to discuss Minnesota's work on the state and federal level to address the opioid crisis. Last year, the governor signed $200 million into law to address substance abuse and the opioid crisis, including treatment and recovery.